0: us gassing on about it. Give you
1: I don't think it means what you think it means.
0: By the way, you know, when you're, when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener.
1: Continued the, the story, but changed it.
0: And that's fair. Uh, but for me, the one that really, really reinvigorated it all was the um, Transformers Prime. The the reboot in um, I don't know like 2013 or something. Okay, um, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, it, it was very modern, but they brought Peter Sellers back to be the voice of Optimus Prime. Okay, um, it was. You know what? It was. It was probably inspired by those terrible movies, um, all of which I would love to edit out the bad parts and just watch the good parts because that would be fun. Um, I don't expect good scripts. But then it would kinda... be just like action scene after action
1: scene because there isn't a whole lot of interaction with I, robots. Yeah, I'd be okay
0: with that, though. It's Transformers. I mean, that, I, I, don't watch, fair, but... I don't watch Transformers for the drama. I watch Transformers for the action. Uh, I watch Transformers close. to watch Optimus Prime die so that I can cry. Because every time he dies, I will cry. Are you talking about the original movie? All of them. Oh, okay. Okay. All, like, like going going right back to the to, to the cartoons in the eighties to the to the movie at the end of the eighties. Okay. Um, I, in in fact, I didn't enjoy. Maybe I'm not a Transformers fan. Maybe I'm just an Optimus Prime fan because I didn't enjoy the movie from the eighties because Optimus Prime dies well, in the first fifteen minutes. That's what.
1: That. Uh, That's what everybody says, and that's why he came back to life. Like, the creators of the show killed him off in that movie, mm -hmm. and they were thinking, oh, we can expand on our characters and build up someone new. But they upset so many kids, which upset parents who wrote into the show to say, you bastards, (laughs) why'd you kill off my son's
0: favorite character? (laughs) I know, right? They probably undervalued how, how impactful of a character he was. Probably, because I mean, as a cartoon, we instantly suspend a measure of disbelief that some character can't be that good and pure, right well, because he is a talking truck essentially uh, yeah, fair enough <laughs> and, and 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 that part's that that part's awesome too, but it was the like there were lots of talking trucks and cooler vehicles in the early in the early cartoons yeah. than a flat nose semi. There was Sorry. even a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I even, um, I, I think you knew this, but in the main tracking room here, mm-hmm. I even um, arranged the, um, the acoustic treatment underneath the big windows to be Optimus Prime's face. Oh, yeah. I think I, I knew that. I know I've mentioned it to you before, but yeah, most most people don't don't notice it until they look for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not only is it a Charlie Brown room, it's an Optimus Prime room. The Charlie Brown's more evident, though. Yeah, yeah. That that one's a little more obvious. Yeah, but still,
1: most people miss it unless you point it out. Well, you usually have things in front of it, so
0: that's true. That's true. Um, so I have, uh, some cool things to talk about Ooh. I learned some very important lessons and I met a very, I don't know how important this gentleman is, but he was indirectly a major influence on the current state of the studio. Okay. We'll get, so we'll get into that. Um, but first, how was your week? Uh, I'm the only person
1: working in my department at work.
0: What? Yeah, that doesn't make any
1: sense. It totally makes sense. You're There's like only the, two of us, and the other one took vacation. Oh, okay. So just it's a vacation reason.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But no one's working there for the next two days.
0: So no one's working in rentals at all today and tomorrow.
1: Uh, no one who works in rentals in official capacity uh. is there for the next two days. That's fair. There's got to be at least a few people left in the store that that yeah. kind of know what's going uh, on over there. PA is taking over for rentals, and I mean it's essentially yeah. the same job. It's just instead of selling gear, well, you yeah. kind of still are selling gear, but yeah. you're yeah. handing it to them for two nights for and for like a significant amount less
0: <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, you're not getting any, any other work done this week at all then.
1: Uh, I'm going to probably be called in tomorrow to do, set up some wireless mics for somebody. Hmm? Cause I'm pretty sure they're going to screw it up. Cool. Um, that was my, uh, consultation. Yes. Last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, their uh, their event is going on tomorrow, and they're going to try to do it themselves, but they, they wanted wireless mics. I don't know why they wanted wireless mics, but that's what they wanted, so I was just like, okay, sure. If you have good wireless mics, then they're pretty reliable. Well, I recommended them, the Sennheiser, which they're pretty decent. decent.
0: But they were more expensive, so they went with the cheaper digital
1: ones. No, they went oh, no? with the Sennheiser ones.
0: Oh, they did? Yeah. Hard to screw those up. Especially, especially if Uh, they're
1: more difficult to set up in terms of like telling it what channels to go on. I suppose. I suppose. Uh, And I don't suspect them
0: to know how to do that. And this was a company that didn't want to pay an AV tech or or an AV company to do their event. Uh,
1: They they paid an AV company to install stuff in the hall, like it is a hall. That got me to okay. um, look to see w- what we could do because this, this event is a, uh, a local political event okay and so they just wanted to they wanted to uh shine the best light for the speakers because they're all going up for election for ward or something
0: right i don't want uh, yeah we don't need to get into politics because no i don't even know who's running in my district
1: well, this isn't my district either. This is the yeah. the River Valley where that accidental beach is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So the people organizing this event are like making a big deal out of it, yeah. mainly because the person that I've been dealing with is the person who informed um, the newspapers about that beach oh, yeah? and has probably. Fairly strong reason why that beach is so overcrowded nowadays. Because before it would be like maybe one or two people and they all lived in the neighborhood. Right. Now, everyone now and their dog. There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, They're going to talk about that stuff and they wanted, they were talking to me about feedback and I was just like having to tell them like I could grab an eq and if you gave me like an hour i could do what's called ringing out and then you can have the speakers where you want but you'll have to pay me an engineering fee well that's yeah that, and that's just like it. all this other stuff or you could put the speakers over here make sure the microphones aren't pointed at the speakers yeah. And that'll probably solve... Most of the problems. 90% of any feedback you'll get. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, have you... Uh, oh, dear. Let me turn that off. Had a very um, agreeable client discussion this morning. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. So... Started last night, we're having the um, ventilation redone. Right. Uh, last night, tonight, and tomorrow night. Um, but Roland, who is taking care of the organization of that, um, forgot to put it in the calendar for tonight and tomorrow night. So I booked a client for tonight. However, the ventilation guy, yeah. the guy who's doing all the work, he's going to be in and out of the rooms. <laughs> and making a lot of noise or at least more noise than... <laughs> <laughs> would be acceptable for a recording situation. Yeah, and so I had to have an awkward conversation with the client this morning and said, hey, can we reschedule? Because I can't reschedule the other guy. Anyway, he was pretty agreeable. So I'm very, very grateful. Ah, uh, I
1: like it when clients understand. It's like,
0: mm-hmm. oh. Well, he, in in one sense, he kind of owed me because he lost his job last week, he got laid off on Friday. Okay, um, and has I don't know has a handful of handful of songs that he and a producer I've been working on at home, and they want to um, they want to bring all the tracks here, right. Have me record the vocals and then mix. Okay, um, and possibly re-record like like they did some guitar tracks through midi um with the mm. intention of having them re-recorded good by someone who yeah and they did some some drum tracking to by midi and and some of it they want to keep but other stuff they want to re-record so so there's there's this significant amount of work to go on but they want to start with the vocals to get the vocals down so they See. know exactly how to build i don't everything mind also. drums midi as much as guitar
1: because at least drum midi it's like you can sample sample a real player yeah whereas guitar it's not a real player ever no it sounds weird yeah
0: yeah i've only a few times heard midi guitar that has been i've used well
1: heard some really good midi guitar but i also looked like actually reached out to the person who did them and asked how they went about it and was like my god dude why would
0: you do that just learn to play guitar (laughs) easier said than done have you um have you seen that uh that that dvd series um that uh it's all midi music um anim music is what it's called they're an they're an animation company and they they've written
1: um oh I've seen a lot of those right. where like they animate
0: uh MIDI. Yeah. yeah. Those are cool. I own um hopefully it's not gonna play. I own um two of the DVDs, the first two DVDs that came out in like twenty ten and twenty twelve. Okay. And pretty cool music. But they have they have this one. Um if I knew where they're I used to be on TV a
1: lot. Those, like, they would take a, a song and put it on at least the channels I watched. Cause when I watched TV, I only watched cartoon network channels. Right. And if I was to watch TV again, it would probably be just cartoons and hockey. <laughs> yeah. But I could get those online. Exactly. Right. So I don't buy TV. Seems well, this me, was yeah, this
0: was our box. 2010 and 2012. I probably bought them both in 2013, um, and it was specifically I found all of them online to download. Oh, yeah. But I enjoyed them so much that I, I just wanted to support the company because it is a small company, right? And so I just I just bought the DVDs as support. I'm pretty sure the second one I haven't even actually opened. It's still in the cellophane. Hmm. It, it,
1: you know. They are enjoyable, just, just kind of like watching stuff. But they are, if you analyze the music itself, it's kind of basic.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still it's still entertaining for what it is. And and oh, some yeah. of the some of the pieces are just like it's just downright great comedy. You know, like watching watching the um, the five hundred balls go down and play a bunch <laughs> of notes. <Yeah. laughs> you know, and it it it's it's well animated. It's well put together and and when they have because some of the videos they have robots air quotes mm-hmm. playing the instruments and sometimes they make them dance when they're not playing and sometimes they make them look just dejected when they have to stop playing you know it's, it's funny stuff
1: oh okay I I don't think I've ever seen any with the robots I've just mm. seen like the I have, instruments and they have like things hit strings or right. Mallets or whatever.
0: I have all the all the videos on the on the computer here. I think. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll pull some up and play them later. Maybe, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> anything anything you wanted to talk about today? Mm, honestly, I
1: I can't even think of anything. The last okay. week's just been like hectic for me, so it's just like it's nonstop like go, big, go 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 go. Yeah, it's been. I think every day I have worked this week, um, someone had to come over and tell me, "Hey, it's four o'clock. You're off work in two hours. You should have your lunch." Right. Or like there was a time where it was like five o'clock. Is <laughs> like, have you had lunch yet, Joey? <laughs> no. Go now. You're yeah. off in an hour. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, when you don't have time, you just don't have time. Well,
1: yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, I will go
0: for lunch, but someone has to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, had an interesting, um, had an engineer rent the studio this weekend. Okay. Um, uh, Jason Grillo the um, the one of the guys that used to own Treehouse um, Studios in Saint Albert. Okay, that that name sounds familiar. He's so. also the bass player in White Lightning, and I'm sure a handful of other projects. I have recorded him on drums um, here, sure. uh, many years ago. Okay. Um, anyway, so he's 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 working he's working with this um, this project of older gentlemen. Okay. And they're just doing a vanity project. It's, uh, um, it, they're doing a bunch of cover songs, um, other people's stuff that they just enjoy playing. And, and they, yeah. they think it's fun to have a CD, right? Cool. And, and they're generally, genuinely nice guys. I got to hang out with them while they were here for the weekend. Um, that doesn't sound like a bad vanity project to be a part of. I know, right? Unlike um, the last one I was part of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one, this one is very self-aware okay um but they're also they're also a working band um and so they I don't specifically know what they play, but it sounds like excuse me they play they play a handful of cover gigs all okay. the time um and they have they have three different singers mm-hmm. um it sounds like two ladies and a guy um but only the two ladies came um the uh one of the ladies was a Mexican lady that had just had a cyst removed off one of her ovaries, Jeez. like just a week before it came into the studio. So she was, oh, do you need to get that? No, that looks like an eight hundred number. Yeah, so I don't need to get it. Oh, so you should, you should, you put it on air.
1: No, no, all right, no, <laughs> that's a personal call. I, I, I recognize that number.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So. Uh so she had to sit while she was singing and was clearly in a lot of pain moved like an old lady mm-hmm. right like just slow and measured and um and of course last weekend was just after the uh, the Mexican earthquakes right right and so she had a lot, a lot of family that was affected and and she was trying to get updates and and trying to get information and she was where you know so lots of reasons why she should be off her game yeah but she sounded spectacular. Wow! Just it, it was such a treat to have, and and um, I think only one of the songs that she sang was an English song. The rest of them were all were all in Spanish. Right. It was just really pretty, a lot of fun. So that's the setup. The guitar player of the band is, and like I said, all these. All the the musicians in the band are pretty old. Uh, You know what? That's not fair. They're older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, But the uh, guitar player in the band is retired, and he's a former radio engineer for CBC Radio. Right. He actually built our patch bay in 1988 for CBC Radio um, before they moved to... Uh, the seventy fifth Street location, which and and they were there for seventeen years, right? Uh, and they moved to they moved to so, City Center in like two thousand two or something. So he came in here and is just like, wow, that brings me back. He says, "Where did you?" And I mean, s- slow speaker because he's old and retired where did you get that (laughs) i recognize that (laughs) and he actually he actually built the frame or not the frame but the 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 wood on everything and he built the little hooks to hang the cables and um yeah man man. and then you just question him to be like why is there
1: (laughs) so many problems
0: as it turns out he knew exactly why there were problems okay we're using the wrong fucking ends so let me, let, me, let me grab some ends so you can see the difference. Okay. okay. He, had to, he had to argue with me because you know how I like to argue everything, right? Yes. He had to argue with me to, to, to make me realize what he was saying. So, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going to pass these over to you. Both of them are technically quarter-inch. Plugs, yeah. With one major difference. Well, well it, does it have something to do with the rings? It doesn't have to do with the rings, it, although it might have to do with the rings. He did, he he said it was. He said it was specifically the tip. He said the okay. tip. The, the tip okay. on modern um, TRS cables, modern yeah. quarter-inch cables. Are meant to be as wide, so they have a, s- a solid, sturdy connection when you snap them in, right? Right. But the 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 ones that the, the old one there, yeah, that's a that's a tiny telephone cable that is oh. larger sized for audio. This tiny telephone cable is usually like like uh, it's not um, it's not a quarter inch. It's like three sixteenths of an inch, and so it's slightly smaller than that. Okay. That's a that's a typical modern tiny telephone cable. Also the size they used back in the 50s. This was something that, that ADC, which is the, the patch bay company, the company that makes the actual patch bays, um, that they were using in the 80s, possibly before and after. But the intention was the tip didn't make contact until it was in. So it wasn't making contact with, with the ground or the, or the ring, um, connector. It, until it was until yeah. it was all the way in, and, and and he says he says what is happening, and like he's totally schooling me on all this. Um, he says what is happening is you put in the oversized thing. Or the, the the modern TRS cable, yeah. and it actually stretches out those end pins, um, where they 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 won't settle properly, or they connect with something else because they're being pushed beyond spec. Um, and he says that's why we're having all sorts of, all sorts of problems. So now you have to invest in a bunch of. <laughs> Dude, I can't afford it. I looked. I've looked at them, and and the ends themselves are three or four dollars an end. And then if we rebuilt all the cables, like I just can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that sounds right. like it would be a fair amount of money. Yeah, uh, I I it out. It'd be a minimum three or four hundred dollars. Um. Okay. Plus whatever time to to build the the wires yeah Yeah. and and each wire takes about six minutes to build right i mean assuming assuming it's just brand new cable and and brand new ends yeah if you're gonna also
1: take off all the old ends on and you reuse those
0: cables right right that would be yeah that'd be even more work so um I'm probably not gonna I'm probably not gonna do that. I'm pr- what I'm gonna do is I'm there were I don't know, there were a dozen cables that it came with that had these tiny telephone ends on it. So I'm gonna track the uh, the other ends down, because they're in a box upstairs somewhere. I'm gonna track them down and rebuild those cables. And any any jacks that are giving us problems, I'll um, swap out the cable. Yeah, we'll swap out the cable and yeah, because there's definitely like most of the patch bay works. It's just that one, the one or two units that are having troubles, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's still cool. <laughs> Some guy who built a thing that's in the studio. I know, right? Yeah. And so once once we got past that, um, he started talking about his old days in the, in in radio and and um, inst- they installed a HHB rebranded Soundcraft, right? uh console um and he built he built a box van into a control room with a 48 channel soundcraft console jeez <laughs> uh or maybe it was 36 uh but it was it, it was it was for it, it was specifically f- so they could handle a live band live on location somewhere while while simultaneously um giving useful streams to whatever broadcast source needs to, needs to pull from it. And that'd be hard. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and he was talking about, uh, he was talking about sound treatment and he was talking about, um, about isolating, um, power generators. And, um, he really enjoyed his time here. He spent a lot of time in here, um, you know, poking around the gear (laughs) and he's got, He's got an original AKG BX20, or maybe it was a 25 um, stereo spring reverb. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and he's offered he's offered to bring it by, let us hook it up and play with it for a month. That sounds
1: dangerous. You're gonna like. like, How much do you want for it?
0: Well, I can't afford it. Like, there's no way that I could afford it. There's no way that I could even, even pretend to rationalize it. Yeah. But spring reverb's cool, man. I know. So we're gonna see. I'm gonna have to. What I what I think I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to track down like a uh, like a surf punk band, and um, and just like lather it in spring reverb.
1: Doesn't even have to be at that. Anything that needs ambience is just like, Oh, spring. <laughs> Cause like that's the sound of ambient music
0: is he, spring reaver. <laughs> he says uh he says the unit is pretty big, like it Well would, it is a stereo unit. And and, and and the springs he said are in left and right are each in their own canister that stands tall instead of wide. Okay. That would also do it. Yeah, he didn't give me specific dimensions, but I was I was poking around online, and they they look huge. Jeez, yeah, that, that that's cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty interesting um, it was a pretty interesting conversation to have with this guy, and it, it and you know me like. I love to argue because I think I'm right most of the time. Yep. And so it's so refreshing when someone comes in and really, like, with good information proves me wrong. I find that so refreshing. I just really enjoyed talking to this guy. Hmm.
1: I wish I. Uh. You wish you could prove me wrong too? <laughs> no, I wish I could have been there to see
0: it. <laughs> well, I have proved you wrong a couple that's true. times. That's true. Probably more than a couple. <laughs> well, um, well, he, he didn't sure, have uh, he didn't have the BX twenty with him. Um, well, no, I just but, I, I, I
1: that doesn't make sense to carry that with you. Yeah, that'd be a
0: hassle. He had, but it is a, he had a nice Gretsch um, hollow body guitar. Um, he something I wouldn't mind. He getting had a Gretsch. shitty little solid state. 2 by 10 combo amp by PV I think. I think it was a Cosmos. Okay. A PV Cosmos from the 80s or cool. early 90s. And an ME50 for guitar pedal. That was his entire setup. Jeez. Yeah, he just sat on a stool and played guitar and you know, didn't have any like didn't have any lead breaks. He just played rhythm guitar and the piano took care of all the lead breaks. Yeah. It's more or less how I like to play—is just do rhythm. Yeah, and he enjoyed it. Oh, okay. This has been the last week. Has aside from aside from that, the last week has been pretty shitty week. Um, so is this yesterday? This was yesterday Sunday morning. I decide that while well, I'm waiting for the wife to wake up. Because she's decided that she's going to stay in bed until noon and okay. not get out of bed before then, um, which is which is fine. Because I didn't, you know, didn't have to be at the studio until one. But while I'm laying in bed, I decide I'm going to throw out some feeler emails, see if there's some bands out there that. Uh, oh. Um, so see if there are some bands out there that are looking for singers that I might be interested in. Because I really want to get back into a band and sing. Just for fun, just to have fun with enjoyable yeah. people. I don't do that a lot. And- that's fair. That's been kind of, sounds like thoughts I've had
1: lately mm-hmm. where it's like, I wouldn't mind being in a band again. But it would have to be a band that's doing it just for fun. Yeah. it can't be a serious band but at the same time it can't be a shitty not serious band
0: so, so i so i send exactly like you like i don't i don't want to be in something that i'm not going to enjoy yeah right musically i still want to i still want to engage with it but you know if if all we ever did was was rehearse once or twice a week and then you know maybe play a show a few times a year i'd be okay with that um and so I send off a couple of emails, uh, get one response back right away f- uh, on Kijiji, and we talk on Kijiji um, a little bit. Um, sounds like you know they're doing uh, they're doing more a little more classic rock influenced hard rock. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, and they're looking for a for a deeper voice, Clutch style, um, and um, I, I don't quite fit but I want to see where this goes. Cause you know, it sounds, sounds like it could be fun anyway. Um, <clears throat> everything is great. The conversation is going really well until we decide to switch from Kijiji to my, to, 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 email. And I just use my work email address. Yeah. And through my work email address finds out that I work at a studio and his first response is, Oh, Hey, um, just so you know, we, we, don't want you as a producer we don't want you as an engineer we're no interested in your service that's fine i'm yeah. not doing this for that <laughs> well and, and 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 i mean we
1: i mean i understand why uh, a band would do that because there are a lot of young guys who
0: do that do the like the devious hey like let me join the band oh you know what i don't want to join the band how about you just come record with me yes uh, i guess but that's that's so sneaky
1: yeah, but that's how like newer guys are trying to get their portfolio up instead of just, you know. I guess. It, I mean, a lot of those guys don't last very long anyway, but it's yeah. something I've, I've noticed and I've had to tell uh, new guys who have told me that they do that. And it's just like, why would you do that? You just made your reputation as somebody who will be sneaky. Yeah. And I, I nobody wants to work with that person.
0: I felt really because I I didn't see that coming. Maybe I should maybe I should have. You know, and 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 maybe I took it eh. as more negative than it in, it was intended. Sure, but it I tried to ignore it, but it it kind of felt shitty that that that's mm. the first thing that they have to address. Sure, you know, my yeah. response would have just
1: been like, "Oh, uh, that's you misunderstand. I am not." trying to it's just more convenient for me to use this email you don't want to work with me that's fine
0: I'm I'm, yeah I'm just trying to make music on my spare time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it was kind of it was kind of sad that uh the tone took that that shift because the the bass player is someone that I've worked with before right in the studio and And, I really enjoyed hanging out with him that was a handful of years ago ago but um uh so it would have been cool to would have been cool to be part of some project with him. Cause I sure already knew that he'd be a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. They um I don't think they I sent them some samples of my singing mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I'm not what they're looking for because they haven't written me back yet. Okay. Yeah. That's but, fine. Yeah. But I'm gonna keep looking. See what something comes around. Maybe use a different email address. <laughs> uh you know what? All of my emails have Every single one of my emails has the business info attached to it. So does mine. (laughs) Yeah. Because I have that signature that's
1: like professional audio engineer. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean. um, That or it it says I'm a sales rental associate at Long McQuaid. (laughs) (laughs) So regardless, it says I'm some kind of music person
0: usually in pro audio of some kind well and, I mean it's hard to separate that identity yeah right and as I start singing with someone I, I wouldn't hide that fact right and I was like hey my job is and it would have to be one of those conversations like my job is evenings and weekends
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: if as a band you're not willing to work around that then I'm not the right fit I've been down that road before I've been in Three different bands since I started this place, I think. Hmm. Yeah. And I've and I've had more conversations with others. Um yeah, if, it's, if it's just not gonna work, it's just not gonna work.
1: I had an Which interesting is, okay. idea the other day.
0: Oh yeah? Yeah,
1: now that I think about it. I was walking to work and I was just listening to podcasts. I was probably listening to working class audio or the new <laughs> mixed notes from hell. Uh, wasn't that that was <laughs>
0: largely entertaining <laughs>
1: but, I mean there was nothing that I haven't heard from uh, working class audio like time and time again true but I was just more surprised that you know fucking mixed notes from
0: hell podcast came out well they were just it's because they have that dude up in Seattle that's editing it for them now right yeah they have somebody
1: editing for them which is, you know awesome yeah I mean, I understand it from doing this podcast.
0: We How much we got around is. that
1: by just forcing ourselves or building a template that is only an hour long. Yeah, and having to fill up that time
0: with whatever we're talking about that week, and yeah. trying not to, uh, trying not to pause or be awkward or yeah,
1: yeah, like when we started because <laughs> i mean that was a lot of editing yes a lot yes especially when you purposely did noises yeah those kind of noises <laughs> um oh mouth noise what was i talking about oh yeah i was just listening to podcasts and then i had this idea of like i know i thought i have throughout my 20s thought about being a studio owner and then I was thinking like if I was to quit Long McQuaid and become a studio owner what would I want that to look like and like I had the idea of like oh what if I rented a space in one of the Long McQuaid buildings right next to a Long McQuaid but knowing the mentality of that business they probably wouldn't let me rent from them let's see it's a comp- competition Of some sort. Uh, They wouldn't see it as competition. competition. Uh, They would see it as uh, playing favorites for uh, 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 someone local, um, thus giving the illusion that they're playing favorites to this recording studio because it's in their building. And And it would certainly look like that. I mean, Long McQuaid already plays favorites by whoever goes to them all the time. Their employees usually recommend... Anyway, so I uh, yeah yeah right I um, um but that was my idea. And It was like that would be cool if you could build a recording studio in the same building as a Long McQuade. Because then if you needed anything, especially if it was like the building I work at, where it's open every day, mm-hmm. you need anything, yeah, you just you walk just, it down. Yeah, five minute walk and like guitar. I need some strings,
0: keys. Yeah or I need some microphones that I don't want to invest in cuz <coughs> they're need to too go, expensive. We need a different kind of shaker or a different tambourine.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That it, would be it, cool and like
1: it, uh, it would be it would be mutually beneficial. Yeah, it would be mutually
0: right? beneficial. Not that Long McQuade needs. No, not at all benefit. But but it, it it's not as though it's not as though the benefit wouldn't be there for them. Yeah know granted it would be a lot more benefit for you
1: <laughs> yeah because i'd probably be there all the time yeah hey, and it would a lot of people who like come in be like oh, we're looking to record just like have you went to the studio that's like a door down <laughs> yeah yeah right
0: um another business model that just came across my desk uh, i was talking to the guy last night he, um a, uh, guy, this, this guy took a warehouse, yeah. and I can't remember the name of it. Um, we're gonna get um, we get him. We're gonna get him on because he's a former touring former metal touring guy from okay. the '90s and probably into the 2000s too. But um, he's opened up. He's opened up a rehearsal space uh, that he custom built out of a large warehouse oh cool is um, he doing the
1: same thing that um, I can't remember what that rehearsal space was called the one downtown yeah uh,
0: by McEwen um, Purple City was it called Purple City this something like that I, um, I but don't yeah, think it was th- called Purple there's, City there, there's two buildings there's two buildings downtown but that <clears throat> it's the same type of idea except all of the rooms that he has are soundproofed well ventilated and um, and by the sounds of it generally really nice. Okay. And the model the model they he says that they gross sixty a year. Huh. Um just just through Room band rehearsal. rehearsals, yeah. And they even have I think he said he's he's got four rooms that are empty right now. Okay. But what we were talking about last night was um His his original intention um, was at a bigger space, um, and the bank pulled the plug on it because they didn't think it was it was viable. But his intention was to build a recording studio and like twenty rehearsal su- suites.
1: But all you would have to do is point in Seattle of that one studio is what is it called? Like Shark Bite, I think. I think it's Sharkbite Studios is yeah. a rehearsal space slash recording studio. Mm-hmm. And they have like the one room that is the recording studio and then have like twenty rooms that are rehearsal studios, and they make a lot of money because yeah. the band's coming in to rehearse, see a recording
0: studio, and go, Oh, we don't have to haul our gear far and that was and believe it or not that was my that was my original idea for this place um seven, eight years ago when I was putting the business plan together, which I scaled back on all the, on on all the rehearsal rooms because I couldn't afford the construction expenses. Yeah, But Ah, he, he, so, so he's, he's done this rehearsal studio. Banks are dumb. Well, he, he ended up, he ended up getting another bank to give him the money. Um, but but, it was scaled down, but he had to to scale down to to a smaller warehouse space. And instead of, I think he said, instead of, instead of 36 no what did he say maybe it was 32 rooms rehearsal rooms he's got like 25 oh
1: okay i know so but so it's like barely well, i mean i mean but I still, imagine construction costs for those 11 more rooms is
0: um, yeah he decent. said it was it wasn't it wasn't that much more because it was it was at, um, most of his business loan because he got a business loan, $100,000 to build this thing. Okay. Um and it's passive income. He has a full-time job, his wife has a full-time job, his other but, partner has a full-time job. That's like essentially yeah. what I, uh, <sighs> I know I know, but it it's it's such a it's such a smart idea. And yeah. so so he and I started talking about um he's been considering a second space on the opposite side of the city. Okay. Just so he has more coverage. He's also been talking with, um, with a part, with a potential partner in Regina about doing this. Um,
1: so he might break into Regina and build a rehearsal space there too. It sounds like the Regina
0: thing isn't going to happen. Isn't going to happen. City council has already been already been telling him. No.
1: <laughs> that so. sounds like Regina every time. Every time you hear about it. Well, I have friends who like have businesses themselves, like you. Uh, Like, I know several people who own businesses and stuff like that. And uh, a few of them have tried to like expand their businesses in Regina, and Regina just tells them no. Hmm. Because they, I don't know, I guess they want local business of their same. Niche market that these people are providing to build up, but the thing is, is like none of those local people are doing it, and because they see a gap in the market and want to fill it, they're trying to break into that market. It's just,
0: hmm. Well, that's just it, right? Like there's there's no shortage of demand here. I know that panel keeps falling off. I got to get I got to take some time and glue it back into place. Um, there's no shortage of of uh, of of need here you know there's lots of musicians and especially like black boxes shut down now um, well I don't know of any
1: re- well I know there are rehearsal spaces but like I don't know I, I, I don't want to invest as much into mm, rehearsal spaces the, the rehearsal space I liked when I was in a band before I went to school and stuff like that that was an interesting place because it, it, I think it cost me like, or it cost our band like 20 bucks a half hour or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe it was 20 bucks an hour for a room. They had like different color rooms
0: and like. That was downtown, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that was uh, Dustin Rogers. Yeah. He was, he was the guy that was running that. I liked that place. Mm-hmm. I disliked it
1: when we were locked outside because we were booked for a slot and,
0: you know, no one was there to let us in. But yeah, he he decided that um, self-employment and small business wasn't for him. Um, And he he, I think he if he ran the place better, I think that it would have done. I don't I don't disagree. Um, but he tried to have a recording studio in there as well. Oh, I know. Um, and it, you know, it, 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 it could have worked. It could have worked pretty well. And and like you say, there's no shortage, right? Yeah. If he would have just waited
1: because he was only open for a year before he closed it down. Wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah. a year and a half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there were actually him and another guy. Um, uh, the, the other guy was actually, you know, the McDonald's just over? A couple blocks away. Yeah. The other guy was just across the street from the McDonald's. Um, and they both opened at about the same time. Right. And this guy shut down first, um, citing not enough interest. And then Dustin shut down, um, not long after.
1: Yeah. It was a great space. Mm hmm. He should have charged more for the rooms because it ended up being like nothing for. Uh, the band I was in, like I, I think I contributed five bucks a week to the space yeah. rental itself, and then I rent, I personally rented a locker for my gear to right. just keep there because I didn't want to haul it around. Yeah, and I let the band use it because it was a fucking huge locker. <laughs> <laughs> but I paid for that. The band didn't pay me money for this locker. It's just right. I didn't have enough. Sp- things yeah, in there sense. and it's just like if you guys want to use it use it and then when we were told that they were shutting down it was like okay well I had to make a big deal of like getting back to there and being like okay you have some of my gear and I know you guys are shutting down can I have my gear mm-hmm. and like it took me an hour or something like that to get my gear because like um, there's a girl who worked there or something like that but she didn't have all the the things necessary to get into like the lockers
0: sometimes and I had already right. handed my key back. Yeah. Well and, and, and that was the that was the thing, right? He didn't want to be there a lot. And so he'd have staff and the staff was less than reliable or or so the stories go. Um Uh yeah. Well and, like like I said
1: I would have a spot booked and we'd it was consistent, like it's I don't know I don't remember what day it was but like Tuesday at 7pm till 9pm or something like that that's right. our slot that we've pre-booked like yeah. several months in a row every week we're gonna be here this day at this time and then we'd show up and have to wait an hour
0: yeah just to get in just to get in for the time that was supposed to start an hour ago yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. It would always be like phone calling uh I guess Dustin was his name and being like, Hey, no one's here. Um, we'd like Ian to you know, yeah. do this thing and then he would have to give us an hour. I'm pretty sure he lost a lot of money with the band I was in because he always had to credit us. Yeah. Uh hours and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I, I, anyway, the, the the business model even just for a rehearsal space, the business model is pretty pretty safe. Yeah, you know. Um, I I remember and then to add a recording studio on top of that, right?
1: Like the rehearsal space is advertising the recording studio because people are walking past the, or they're walking in vicinity
0: of this recording mm-hmm. space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I. <clears throat> I think it's a, should we do this again? And God, I hope I don't have to build anything again. <laughs> but uh, should we? That's absolutely That's absolutely the model I'm going to chase down. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, if I were, were to leave Long McQuaid, i maybe try something like that. It would be a recording studio, but yeah. I, I might build like three or four rooms, rehearsal space to...
0: I think I'd, I'd try to target 10. 10? 10. If you, have, if you have 10 and you can keep them like 60% booked or 80% booked, then that should pay for the majority of the expenses of, just of the, the entire, entire complex. Yeah, Well, and not, not just the rent or the utilities, but your loans and all that kind of stuff. Like, and, then, and then really anything you make through the studio can be... The profit, it, which also allows you to be more selective about your clients and not have to take on. I've had a really good run of rappers this summer, rappers oh, yeah. and hip hoppers. I've had a really good run of, of they've been really good and they've been showing really respectful up, respectful and showing up and paying. Um, but wouldn't have to take them or wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to take hip hop in general if I didn't want to. Right. Know? or I wouldn't have to take a country artist or I wouldn't have to work with a country artist or I wouldn't have to work with a, you know, whomever I didn't want to. I'd probably still rent out the space to whoever wanted to use it though. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're just looking at, at an engineer, like I don't care what another engineer works on, but, um, uh, it's, it's the projects that I take on. Right. Yeah. You know, I want to find, I want to find another, another great Prague band that, I can be excited to, to work on. I want to find uh, a funk band. It would so, it'd be so great to work on another funk project like Dawn in the City um, mm. that I did a few years back. And, you know, it, it, that would be just a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, as it is now, the studio is the only source of income. And so you know, that's going to change, though. Did you get, we tweeted out yesterday um, at you. Oh. You didn't get it. I don't Twitter yeah. very often. You need to Twitter more. <laughs> you need to get twatting, man. Twatting. Um, so, so we're pretty close to being done. Um, the second space upstairs might even have it up and running by the time we record the, the podcast next week.
1: I saw a picture of like a desk saying yeah. something along the lines of the the space is almost done. Mm-hmm. But I I tried to put it around everywhere.
0: Okay. He's reading his the tweet. <laughs> Couldn't be more excited.
1: He literally almost showed an emotion. <laughs> I'm. i sure a lot of people will get a kick out of that. Yeah, Mary
0: included. Did she like it? I don't think she liked it. Uh, only one person liked it. Yeah, that was probably uh, that was probably me. I'll give it a heart. Give it a heart. Oh, if only we had more heart. Um, I the, uh, <clears throat> the last thing um, that I had on my list to talk about today, um, unless you want to talk about Beatles, because uh, I finally got through my Sound on Sound magazine from August, and uh, that was good and entertaining. Um, but uh, I, um, through the grapevine, Mm-hmm. It was brought to my attention that there is yet another incredibly angry person, specifically a drummer, that is angry at me. Why? I'm not sure. All of those details were really fun or really fuzzy. But um I can suck a dick. Uh and according according to the the, the, the quote was James can suck a dick or something like that. And you can tell him that so-and-so said it. I don't want to say the guy's name because it doesn't really matter, but um, he was very, very angry. Did you work with this guy a number of years ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, I did a salvage mix on his his record. Okay. um, Five-song EP, um, rock band, and they were actually pretty good. Um, Really, that kind of generic rock, right? Um, Right. I, I guess it's called radio rock. Generic is less than flattering but um that, that radio rock sound okay. uh, singer was pretty good Oh, the whole band actually was you know it was pretty well arranged to fit the fit the formula really well Um, but it wasn't recorded I get the impression that it wasn't recorded with the intention of using the recorded drums I get the impression that it was intended to record to, to be released with um uh, with the drums to be either sample enhanced or sample replaced. Okay. Now, I was approached by their management, who is no longer their management, um, to do this mix, but needed to keep the budget really, really small. Okay. So we did. I didn't go through the process of sample replacing anything. Just made them as best. I uh, made the drums sound as best I could. Okay. Already, the guy started off that project. And this is about two years ago now, right? He started off already not happy with the way his drums sounded. Okay. Because he broke his snare in soundcheck in the studio they were recording. And so they used one of the studio's snares instead of going to get a new drum skin. Just broke his skin, I think. Or maybe it was a nut. It seemed plausible at the time that he would use the studio's snare. But he didn't like the studio's snare. Okay, So already he's just not happy with the way the drums sound. Sure. He gets the, he gets the first, first version of the mix, and again, he's not happy with the way they sound. The, the examples of what he wanted the drums to sound like don't match the recording even in the slightest. So really fighting an uphill battle. And so we have the first discussion that says, really, if you want your drums to sound like that... I have to spend a lot more time replacing them mm-hmm. or we re-record them, which is also an option.
1: Yeah. Either if, way, it's going to cost you some money to. And so he done.
0: says, I've already paid over $7,000 for this record. I'm not giving you a damn penny more. And it wasn't even him that was paying for paying me to mix this. It was his manager paying out of his manager's pocket for me to fix this mix because the the first mix they got some record company in Vancouver the first mix they got they were really unhappy with okay yeah so so the manager can't come up with any money because he's literally spent every penny that he can short of taking money out of his family yeah which I wouldn't expect him to do exactly right Um, and the band is digging in their heels they don't want to they, they don't want to come up with a, with a penny um, to do this. Okay. And so uh, I'll work a little more. I'll do these revisions that you've, you, you, you've asked for. I will try to bring out a little more top end on these drums, I guess, to make them a little more snappy, but we're going to bring out a lot more cymbal bleed because there's a lot of cymbal bleed. <sighs> uh, and again, gets the next next version of the mixes and he's even angrier <laughs> um, anyway so I knew he was leaving the mixes angry because he didn't want to pay for anything more he didn't he, he was basically asking for 15 to 20 hours worth of free work no <laughs> exactly um, so we just kind of left it as is and apparently he was angry enough to tell everybody that he's ever met that I'm terrible at my job and no one should work with me so the story goes anyway that's a great angry note to end on I uh, guess we'll try to come back next week with a little more happiness (laughs) see ya follow (laughs) our hosts on twitter Two Bodies of Water. Got that
1: mic in a comfortable spot
0: yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, we didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.